0: Hour number two of the rich
1: eisen show is on the air 844-204-rich number to dial our friday staple highly popular uh what's more likely coming up chris brockman gives me an either or i tell you what's more likely and you take it to the bank which is great because it's not open on the weekend for a lot of you folks Eight four four two zero four. 204 rich number to dial will take your phone calls in a matter of moments andrew hawkins is coming in studio Hour number three will chop up the nfl world with him um And um, news just hit from the association with the final play-in tournament games tonight, Um, a play-in tournament that we all thought um, the Mavericks wouldn't be in because one of the Western Conference final participants from last year was performing so well at the trade deadline that they went ahead and got Kyrie Irving to add to the mix with Luka, and this team would just take straight off and maybe even wind up in a spot hosting a first-round playoff game. And Instead, they found themselves on the Friday night before the play-in tournament field was set, the Friday leading into the final weekend of the NBA season. Pulling the plug. And yanking everyone out, and putting Luca out though for the first quarter. At least that was a nice little fig leaf. <laughs> hey, fans, you get to see Luca for one quarter, and then we're pulling him. You know why that was? No, it was Slovenia night that
2: night. Oh, is that what it was? So he had like he had to get out there. Could you imagine had he not played? Well, <laughs> played you don't want
1: there. to leave all those people from Slovenia who are coming. Yeah, so he actually empty-handed. And so the NBA said they were doing an investigation. Mm. I guess the investigation's over. The league announcing that they fined the organization in Dallas $750,000 for conduct detrimental to the league in an elimination game against the Chicago Bulls on April 7th. They said the uh, Mavericks violated the league's player resting policy (laughs) and demonstrated through actions and public statements the organization's desire to lose the game in order to prove the chances of keeping its first-round pick in the upcoming draft. The league did not find that the players who participated in the game were not playing to win. That is true. There was, a, if I'm not mistaken, a three that uh, was launched at the end of this game. They, they, they damn near won it. They were up by double digits in that game in the third quarter. I saw a video. I forgot who launched the three, but it, it was to potentially tie it or go ahead at the end, and they showed... Mark Cuban on the on the floor, in his floor seats, kind of like smiling. Like, couldn't believe that he was in this situation. I'm sure he hated it, too. Uh, there's one final paragraph I'd like to read to everybody. The Dallas Mavericks' decision to restrict key players from fully participating in an elimination game last Friday against Chicago undermined the integrity of our sport, said Joe Dumars, NBA executive vice president, head of basketball operations. The Mavericks' actions failed our fans and our league. End quote.
3: Of all the things the NBA has done this year to fail the fans in the league, this is at the bottom. I would start with the officiating. It's been awful this year. Time and time again we see it. And the fact that that's not being addressed whatsoever just tells you everything you need
1: to know. Well, as you know, I have been riding this horse of player resting load management, injury management, taking players who are a year away from being injured, having come back, and managing everything to the point where, you know, they have to sit out a game in December because they hurt themselves two Junes prior, and it's the end of a back-to-back trip. Or it's the first end of a back-to-back trip, and they're making sure they they play at least the next night, I I had no idea there was a player resting policy. And what the Mavericks did last week was embarrassing. Embarrassing. And uh, again, it's not a decision I'm sure they took lightly at all. I'm sure everybody will agree, however you feel about Mark Cuban. I happen to like him. Um, That he's a competitive SOB and the last thing he wants to do is lay down. But the idea that they didn't want to try and make the 9-10 game. They didn't want to go on the road to face the Pelicans and win that game. And they could be the ones taking on the Timberwolves tonight with Kyrie and Luka and the rest of that team. They don't. You don't think that they could win those games and get in in that manner, win those games and go to Denver do you think Denver would want to see that Mavericks team strolling in as the eighth seed on Sunday as the final game of the first weekend of the NBA playoffs first round? You could sit there and say that they played terrible the last two, three weeks, and sure, you'll, you'd yeah. rather take them than a Thunder team that doesn't know what they don't know or a Timberwolves team that can put it all together and really make your life miserable But the Mavericks said the idea of making this play-in tournament and going on a run to get to a first-round series against either the Grizzlies or the Nuggets wasn't worth it when it would cost them their first-round selection in next year's draft because it would be out of the top 10. And if they just laid down, they'd be in the top 10. And interestingly enough, if one of the teams that's below them actually wins the lottery for Victor Wembayama or winds up in the two or the three spot, then the Mavericks, with all of this, would wind up out of the top ten. they would lose their first-round pick to the Knicks anyway, then they wouldn't have tried to make this play-in tournament, and they would have lost to three-quarters of a million dollars on top of it. And all the embarrassment that comes with it, because this is embarrassing. Especially since, again, that game against the Bulls that night, they were up by double digits in the (laughs) third quarter. And interestingly enough, the Bulls came back and won that game uh, with nobody uh, screeching underneath the basket while the Mavericks are shooting free throws. Interesting that the Bulls can come back from double digits down in a game they have to win. Yeah, super weird. (laughs) <laughs> and my pushback, however, on all this is how I guess the Mavericks did it too obviously. They did it too in your face.
3: Yeah, snub their nose. Because again, yeah.
1: you want to talk about laying down on playing tournament weekend and how that affects things and how it brings about a competitive embarrassment for the league. Tell me what this lineup was that I took uh, my son to go see on Saturday, Clippers and uh, 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 Blazers. Tell me about that Blazer lineup right there on your screen. The one that they were putting out there on the court for a couple of weeks with my son walking through the parking garage with me to Crypto, saying, Dad, are we going to see Damian Lillard today? Which was kind of a surprise to me that he would ask that question because he's so locked in on fantasy basketball, and he knows Lillard hasn't been playing for a couple of weeks. Because the Blazers pulled the plug on their season. What about Grant? What about the rest of that team? What about all their starters? Where the hell have they been for the last couple weeks? You know what they've been doing. That plug was pulled mid-March, late March. That's when the the Blazers pulled that plug. What about that team? Did they get fined? What about the Pistons? They were tanking from jump, it felt like. The minute Cunningham went out for the year. Yeah.
2: They don't get fun? You know, if you're going to find teams for tanking, Rich, right? Then maybe they should do the opposite. Because we all thought at the beginning of the season that the Utah Jazz were already like building a, a custom-made bed for Victor, right, Brockman? I like, beginning of the season, mm-hmm. Jazz were
1: going to suck. They were going to be the worst team. And the Jazz fought... All seasons so- until they stopped. Lowry Markkinen had a hand injury that caused him to miss several games down the stretch. Yeah, okay. But- the Jazz, the Jazz played it by half. They did, they did, and I thought personally, I thought the Thunder were were they sat SGA a few times in the final couple weeks of the season. I thought they were going to try and pull what the Mavericks did, what the Blazers did. And what the Jazz eventually did, Jazz came close. Jazz gave it a nice run. Yeah, I mean, they won 37 games when I think. Jazz did. gave it a nice run, and I thought that they were going to actually make the playoffs. I thought they'd be in a playing game for sure. It looked that way for a while. Until them. they pulled the plug, which they did. Which they did. They sent Conley to Minnesota. They sent Beasley to Los Angeles, and Larry and had a back, and then he had hands. He had the he had Jazz hands. <laughs> Of course, I'm not in their trainer room. I'm not in their training room. or in their boardrooms. That's the whole point is just, you know, kind of look to me that a lot of teams did what the Mavericks eventually decided to do. Just a different ball of wax, though. It's the Friday before the last game of the season. You made a big splash of a trade. You got one of the best players on planet Earth, two of them, together. You're also essentially saying you know what we have to protect the team we have to protect the first round draft choice Jason Kidd said before the game you know this has come down from management he was asked do you agree with it he's like well my bosses say it's what needs to be done so yeah I agree with it Lucas says I don't like it it's just way out there in front of everybody's view But what else is out there in front of everybody's view is, again, I saw on a screen above an NBA court in Los Angeles on Saturday when everyone's like, here are your starting five for the Portland Trailblazers. And it's just like, really? (laughs) Yeah. Because that looks to me like I just strolled into a G League with all due respect to those five professionals. And Sharp was terrific towards the end of this, the end of the season. And he's a keeper. Kevin Knox, the second, can light it up. He had a double-double that day. I mean, I, I understand. But that's, that's not the Portland Trailblazer team that they're hoping to build a championship with. So that's not findable? That's not findable. Eight four four two oh four Rich number to dial. Let's uh let's go to Terzo and I all Rise. All, all rise. rise. What's up, Counselor? How are you today, sir? Uh, I'm doing well. Hey guys,
0: uh, congratulations on the Emmy nomination. Thank Man, you. Love the show. Thanks, I'm bro. happy that you guys are able to to represent. You guys put on a put on a great uh show every week, every day. You got a great crew around you.
1: Thank you. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks,
0: bro. Oi, oi, oi. Tell me who your boss is. Wouldn't that be hilarious, Roy Kent yelling that in in a Bond movie? I would just I would I would I would die laughing. <laughs> I if would I too. Put that
1: on screen. That would be good, good too. That'd be good. Roy Kent is also, Bond, man.
0: Also Also, why can't the tall guys be a part of this? Like, come on, Brockman, what a, <laughs> a guy that's over 6'5" can't be can't be Bond? Come on now. Quit 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 taking us tall guys out of the yeah. equation. Like Jeez. Josh Allen, you showed the picture of him in the in the tucked already with the mustache, he looked great. Okay, that's Got a true. Cannon.
1: Okay, I I, I I appreciate you calling out Chris for his heightest behavior. I agree with you. <laughs> I hear I hear you. That's, I hear you. True. that's true. What else is on your mind today, you know, right? Terzo? He's well, like walking down his list. I think here.
0: everybody. I think everybody's been enjoying the play-in uh, tournament for the NBA. I just haven't been a big fan of it because I just want to get into the playoffs. You know, I want, I want to see who comes out of the East, and I'm just very curious about what's going to happen in the West because I don't think that they can stand a chance in the West unless KD, like uh, Ian said, if, if KD comes around and they get hot, I think they might be the only one that can contend with the Bucks, the Sixers, or the Celtics. It's just, I think, it, I think the East has it in the bag this
1: year. And, and and that is the general sense. Thanks for the call, Terzo, and all the uh, thoughts and uh, the appreciation. Appreciate it. That's what everyone's thinking about, the, the, uh, the East for sure. Can you put up the East, um, either the standings or, or just whatever playoff games you can put up there? Go, go for it, Hoskins. You know, the Heat tonight in the play-in game, they need to win this game in order to go to Milwaukee. Yep. Do you know they won their division? Who did? The Heat. Won their division. Nobody pays attention to divisions in the, know, in, in yeah, the basketball
3: NBA. Basketball division. At
1: all. Oh, they mean nothing. Yeah, they, they mean nothing. Mean nothing. Yeah. So, as you know, in the NFL, winning your division is essentially everything because you get a home playoff game. In the NBA, they split you up in divisions. But then you really just look at conference standings all year long, anyway. What
3: division are they? Oh, Southeast. Southeast. Didn't even know that was a thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They won their. They won the Southeast division, but guess what? It meant nothing. It got them in the play-in tournament. Could you imagine if you seeded this in a way <laughs> where winning your division meant something that the Heat would get? I guess. And again, this is the pushback with the NFL. That they would get a home playoff game no matter what, because they won their division.
3: Wait, so you. No matter their record. So the Heat would have been the three seed, essentially,
1: if we we did it like
3: the NFL. So, right. Milwaukee, so your division winners, Boston, Milwaukee, and Miami. Right. Uh, Milwaukee had the best record. They're the one seed. Boston, second best record. They're the two seed. Yeah. So the Heat, by winning their division, would be the three seed yep. automatically, yep. and then you're just kind of playing. Sixers, for, Sixers would be four for five at, at large birth, right?
1: And and the Cavaliers would be visiting the Sixers in the four five series. Ooh, I like
3: this much better. The Knicks would <laughs> be visiting the
1: Heat in the first round as a three six, and then you would be kicking uh, everyone else down to the playing tournament. That would be your reseeding,
3: right? So the Atlantic was. The clearly the best division Yes, with Boston, Philly, New York, Brooklyn has 45
1: wins. So Brooklyn would have been in the play in tournament instead of the Heat.
3: I kind of like this better. And the
1: Heat gets a, a home trade. And Heat the Heat would have been, if you will, off the griddle that they're on tonight.
3: But then that just sets up for whoever's six. You know, you have to play Miami.
2: How'd you not remember that there were divisions? No, it's not that We, I remember, we remember it. It's just you never talk you don't
3: about it. You think about it and it doesn't get talked about. Yeah. Oh,
2: I mean, I well, maybe that's just me. I never, always know what divisions these teams are But in. do you know even the name of it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've been the same names. No, for, they haven't. There's South, a Southwest division. Yeah, that's for like at least five, 10 years, right? I'm probably
1: sure it been. is.
3: Yeah, probably. It's longer get than this. But it means it nothing. doesn't get discussed. It I don't know what you do anything. it for.
1: Like, congratulations, you win your division. Guess what you get? a laurel and a hearty handshake.
3: Well, the west <laughs> would have been the same. Denver's still your 1. Yeah. Um Memphis, Memphis is still the 2 and Sacramento's still the 3. Those were your division Right. And, and Phoenix
1: is still 4. Clippers so it would be the same. Wouldn't Clippers have changed Clippers still
3: anything. 5. Yeah. Wouldn't have changed anything in the west, but suddenly Miami gets thrown in
1: there. Well, Miami needs to win tonight. So just to just be 8. Wow. Miami needs to win tonight. By the way, I do hope Dr. DeRozan does show up.
3: Update to that, Rich. Uh, United Airlines has offered to fly her oh down to Miami goodness for the It's
2: <laughs> so like I said, Rich. Her whole class should take a field trip to That's Miami. What I'm saying. Like visit the ocean, look at the, uh, you know, the, the, the ocean life, you know, ocean, robotics, life. Uh, ocean, ocean life, ocean life. You, <laughs> you can't get
1: that at your local aquarium. <laughs> what In ocean Chicago? life? What are you, Ocean Prime? Is that the ocean you're looking (laughs) at in Miami? I mean, what are you you doing in Chicago? You can't see a a whale. There are no whales. You learn about whales in Chicago? As a nine-year-old, you want to learn about bottle service? Go to Miami. No whales in Lake Michigan.
2: Well, yeah, they'll go to live
1: on Sunday after as a field trip before it opens. I just wanted to show up just so Jimmy Butler can go 15 for 16 from the line like he always does. (laughs) Didn't you say that he was? Didn't you say last week, before the game, that uh, earlier this week he was going to go to the line twenty times? I think Tuesday night he went fifteen times.
3: That's how Jimmy Butler plays. I know, that. right? Now. That's, so
1: you need a nine-year-old screeching really her head annoying. off if you yeah. want to win this thing.
3: He'll probably screech back at her. He's so crazy. <laughs> you know? Imagine
1: that.
3: He's yelling probably himself mid ah! mid shot.
1: There it is. <laughs> All right. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. More of your phone calls, what's more likely as well. And uh, everybody, want to start a GoFundMe for uh, Cuban? You can do I think, that. I think he'll be all right. All right 844-204-RICH, number to doll right here on the Rich Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets In store And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wouldn't you watch a James Bond combine? A James Bond? Yes. (laughs) Yes, we're on it now. We're on it. Because you say, again, that the Bond producers... Want to find somebody that is not well known. Yes. They want to find somebody that is not well known and recreate Bond. And we're coming up with sports figures who are too famous. Too famous. A Bond combine would be great. Let's walk through this.
3: <laughs> got it. Go. You got a
1: he- heightened measurement would be huge. Obviously. Obviously. The Wonderlick. You, you got to gotta be a smart bond. You got to be a smart bond. You got to check for psych, you know. Uh, psych uh, evals. Psych evaluation. Yep. Got to have that. Um, the 40-yard dash. Got to be fast. Got to be able to run. Got to be, be, able, be able, able to jump. jump. We run need to bra- the
3: 40 in your suit. <laughs> <laughs> we got to have a broad jump because you got to jump off buildings and you got to be able to ride a motorcycle. But that's the
1: whole thing is you don't do the broad jump. You literally have to create a ledge here. Right. And, you're, and a ledge there. And you got to jump over. Jump. Correct. Yeah. And see you you know and then see where the ledge where, where you land on the other ledge like the other side
3: we need to make it movable so you start with like can you jump over this eight foot hole yes Can you jump over a nine foot hole Correct. And it just keeps going bigger and right
2: bigger? Yeah. excellent i think being dexterity plays a part right your hand speed because you're going to be making martinis right shaking shaking well, them the, up so it's No, like, no
1: no i mean <laughs> i've never seen bond make his own martini have you I don't watch James Bond movies. That's what I'm saying. But I'm sure he does. (laughs) That's clear. That's clear. Isn't that clear that, like what Bond, has Bond ever made his own martini? He always orders them. We don't know. Uh, So you tell me (laughs) out of
2: 35 James Bond movies, the man never once uh, was at
1: home and made his own cocktail? Uh, Come on. Shaken. I don't. don't Shaken, not stirred. I don't, uh, he's always ordered it. He doesn't make his own stuff. (sighs) Nah. DJ, I like
3: where your head's at. You're thinking, man. Thank you, man. This (laughs) guy just, you know.
1: I didn't mean to shut it down. You really did. We could have just rolled with that. But
3: no. Bond doesn't make his own drinks, but I like where you're going in that direction.
1: No, but the dexterity. Yeah, dexterity. You had it it first. Uh, Here's the test, though. The (laughs) The test is how quickly can you go from here to there? Yes, yeah, Right. Yeah, exactly. like how quickly, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, you have to put a, a timer on that. It's like a, a cone drill. Cone drill. It's like a cone drill. It's like the first five yards of 40. The cone is just, how quickly can you go from just your regular stance yep. to that?
3: You also have to be able to fight. So we need some sort of like punching bag situation. We can get those. Or what, what's, what's the bond combine ball on a stick? You know what I
1: mean? Well, not to go back to what he said at the very beginning. I meant all this. It's funny because I'm
2: looking at a picture of Sean Connery right now with a bottle in his hand. Oh he poured He's a still drink. stuck on it. Oh yeah, I'm stuck on it. I for sure I'm stuck and on it. Just the way you just dismissed martini. it. I, did, it like, I don't
1: think he ever makes a he make he doesn't make his own drink. So you mean you tell me
2: with all the lady company that James Bond has over, he's got someone coming over late night making those drinks, or is he sending is he
1: sending uh, P Galore off to the bar to make her own drink? <laughs> no,
2: he's <laughs> shaking and so stirring his own drinks.
1: Goldfinger is the only Bond movie he's seen then. No, I saw the one with Jaws, you know. So that's the Roger Moore era. Look, I'll be honest
2: with you. James Bond isn't big in my community. I'm just going to be real with you. <laughs> Altoona? That's part of it, yeah. You know, in the bigger sense of my community, James Bond isn't that big. So, you know, I'm trying to help you out. Why are you so? He, <laughs> I don't
1: understand why he's. It. That's
2: fine. This, so is, great. this, is, all great. this what, is all great. This is What happened? Because you tried to play me and I'm I knew I was you. <laughs> you did try to, You just immediately, like, oh, I've never seen him
1: do that. Like, oh my God, we're having fun. So I had to prove it. Excuse me. We're <laughs> not having fun. Well, we were, were until you made it awkward. No, then sometimes you, know, you just made it We need to awkward. get serious because if we're going to make this Bond combine happen, we've got to be serious about it. Well, clearly, you know it's a
3: good Here, you, If we're looking at NBA players, right? Obviously, not superstars. So it's got to be that middle guy. Yeah. What About Austin Reeves.
1: Hmm. As Bond. Hmm. I don't know, man. He's. He's he. I, he needs to. He, he's got to hit the gym.
2: There's no London guys in the NBA. No British I mean, players. John Amici played in the NBA. Oh, John Amici, a long, good A long one. time ago.
1: They call it netball over there, I believe. <laughs> Luau Ding.
3: <laughs> Tony Parker would have been a good bond, even though he's French. He's French. Oh, he has the look. He
0: okay. has the look.
1: Jose in mean- Santa Barbara, you're here on the Rich Eisen show. What's up, Jose? Hey,
0: Rich, how are you? What's going on? What's up, TJ Brockman? Hey, what up, Rich? My man. Uh, so just calling because a little disappointed in uh, Rich's reaction to Otani being a, a bond. Yes. Because, you know, you gush over him, and he does everything for the Angels. He, he does. does. hot dogs. He pitches. You know, he hits home runs. He's, he does everything, What which is what Bonds d- does.
1: Right. Yeah. I think he's too tall, though, right? I mean, how how tall Edel- is he? Edel- Edelman's too short. I don't know. How, hold on hey, Edel- let's, Edelman's in let's that 5'8 five, five, range. Edelman is 5'10, so he's the same height as Daniel Craig. Yeah. Um, Let's see, Roger Moore was a tall man. Let's see, Roger Moore uh, height. Do we know this? Let's look it up. I feel like he's up. Pierce
3: Brosnan was tall, too. Pierce Brosnan, I feel like, was 6'1". Roger Moore was 6'1". got
1: another one, Rich. Yeah.
0: Um, How about for the villain, Altuve?
3: (laughs)
1: you know what that just you know you just unfortunately removed this film from all houston movie theaters that they're not going to show up now
0: that's okay they, they don't need to show up
1: thanks for the call appreciate it jose and santa barbara by the way southern california and right around here northern santa barbara is a little north of us a north. uh boy uh this just in folks in the uh, houston area Astros are not liked around here at <laughs> all. It's still so <laughs> bad. And, you know, that just pisses years. off Astros fans so much to hear Altuve cast as a villain. I Apparently, like Altuve, apparently he is so nice. I've heard that he is just a yeah. a good dude. I, as a player, I like him. I can't front And that it's entirely possible he just didn't want his jersey removed. And I told you I've heard from Astros individuals, actual Astros, who have reached out to when I, I make fun of Altuve wouldn't oh, take yeah, his he, jersey off, being, being buzz. How oh, yeah. they are, they, they, they're. Yeah, you know what? There was cheating that was going on around here, but that's not one of it. We did not. Have that. that was no buzzer. There was nothing. And anytime Altuve's cast as a villain, boy, does that piss him off.
2: He was but, so well loved. But as a Bond happened, villain, right? well, like,
1: what? Oh, I and mean, come on. You really? know who's a great Bond villain? Who? Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. Well, with you're your going Jaws again. You go back to just only the. You're like Mayock, who only watched one movie and knows one song.
2: Well, he only watched half of that movie, right? That's right. He only watched. Well,
1: no, he watched all of Stripes oh, all and of then the, got yeah. very upset that it wasn't as good after they went to Germany. Gotcha. And told that to Ivan Reitman, the director, when we were <laughs> shooting draft day in Radio City Music Hall. Told that to Ivan Reitman. In those words it wasn't. And Ivan as good. Reitman agreed with him. Oh. Said they ran out of they ran out of money. Their their budget ran dry, so they just got an RV and tried to make the best of it to finish the movie. How about that? But God. he he gave Mike that, that <laughs> he couldn't have been nicer about it. I, but as I walked away from Mike from the I'm like Mike. Did you just sink when he said it? No, I did. I just said Mike, not everything needs to be an evaluation. <laughs> everything does not merit evaluation. Like, that's all he does is walk around and evaluate. And I felt, always felt evaluated around my, even to this day. When really? he comes on the show, I feel like he's evaluating me while we're talking.
2: You're probably
1: right. <laughs> you know, and I'm a grown man. I mean, I'm the Susan Lucci of this industry. Okay. I'm going to, I'm all for whatever in this, in this, uh, well, Emmy Award what? thing. That, that stops this year. It's going to end
3: this year. Thanks, Why, guys. Great Bond villain. We're not even oh. too obvious. Patrick Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so obvious. It was staring us in the face. It's right there.
2: By the way, Chris, I'm reading something online here. It <laughs> gives a description of Bond as an adult from Russia with Love, saying he's 183 centimeters, which is six foot, and he weighs 167 pounds or just under 12 stones. So he's not a big dude. Who is that? James Bond. This is a description of James oh, Bond. That's right. Yeah. And from Russia
1: with Love. There you go. Right. Patrick Beverly is a Bond villain? Bill, as a villain. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, a Bond villain usually does more than just talk. Well, <laughs> and, yeah. and a Bond villain will not, you know, be a little bit more strident with Bond than just to show him photographic evidence of what <laughs> Bond did wrong. Right?
3: Well, if we're going that direction, then it's Draymond Green. <laughs> Got fight it. Back. Oh,
2: no, my goodness. <laughs> hey, who's your man that punched uh, Joey B- Jose Batista?
3: Oh, Runet Odor. Rune and- Odor. Oh,
2: <laughs> He's a relative unknown. He's short. <laughs> no, 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 no. he's, he's
1: feisty. He'll throw hands. He wants all the smoke. Benjamin in Grand Rapids, Michigan's been hanging on the longest. Appreciate you hanging on, Benjamin. What's going on, sir? Oh no. Oh no. The guy's been hanging on forever. Benjamin, you there? Put him back on hold. Hold The Guy's on. literally been hold.
3: He might have had us on he might have
1: been on mute. Could have been on mute. He's has been literally been an hour and a half. Oh! <laughs> you feeling better about your shirt? I do. Doesn't it look like it? It looks much better. I should have done
2: this when I got to work. I mean, I can see now that there's one thousand percent no wrinkle on that. Now you can see that, right?
1: Yeah. By the way, how about me doing my own steaming? How about that? (laughs) (laughs) What? I I don't know. Why don't Who who else was going to do it? (laughs) I know. Plus, we didn't even know
2: why you ran out the Anna, You're just like literally as soon as the commercial break. <laughs> like, where'd he go? Liz came out and said something to me. Yeah, because up and I ran turned because I
1: right, you really must know I turned the steamer there on in go. the commercial break before okay. the hour, so it would be active during the commercial break. I ran out to go steam the shirt. I just forgot that I had set the steam. The whole NBA finding the Mavericks took me out of my whole steam game. She came <laughs> back. She's like, do you want the steamer on? Because, you know, Andrew Hawkins is coming, and I'm sure she wants to make sure the that room my room. mess in the green room is cleaned up yeah. for the guest. Like, she's, she understands I'm not thinking properly. <laughs> she's been around long enough. <laughs> but yeah, she rate, yes, let yes, in the green room. the steamer on was days. on. I ran out. I steamed my own shirt, and I think it looks <laughs> great. And I'm very proud of myself. And that wet spot dried up. It did. Other side. Yes, sir. (laughs) All right. When we come back, what's more likely? Will I steam another article of clothing or not? Not on the list. Take the or not. What's more likely coming up? Hour number three with Andrew Hawkins in studio to take us to the weekend.
3: Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc. Part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network
1: We're just talking about the Yankees giving up nine runs in the first. Hey, Rich, did you see what happened last night? Were you watching? I was just asking. <laughs> oh, question. no, no, no. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. My team gave up a nine spot in the first against the Twins, <laughs> like, so they normally steamroll. That's keep, great. How about your team? How about you your keep team? You asking me about runs, right? How about your You've team? You've scored the least amount of runs in the AL East. That's great. Hey, how about you put some points on the board? Guess what? Pitching matters in baseball, so does defense.
3: I'm aware. We don't have either.
1: We score runs. Correct. That's why you're terrible and you were Tampa Bay's personal speed bump this past week
3: they're 13 and oh they are every they're speed bumping everybody
1: no we haven't played them yet yankees haven't played them yet they're in toronto let's see what happens guess what it's going to go
3: the exact same for you they're
1: in toronto you know what would be great in toronto if the tampa bay rays lose their first game because there's somebody in the front row screeching every single time (laughs) they're trying to hit and they miss because i mean that's what happens in toronto right That's it right there.
3: The Red Sox have scored more than every team in the NL except the Dodgers.
1: That would be great if D.R. DeRozan shows up at every Toronto sporting event and affects the final score. (laughs) We'll find out tonight. This is the first major Toronto sporting event since uh, Major League Baseball. It's Blue Jays against the... Shriek Undefeated David. Rays, 13-0. and 0. <laughs> Baker's dozen and oh 0. So bar Mitzvah and 0. Tampa Bay Rays. <laughs> <He said> bar <laughs> Mitzvah. Do you think any – I,
3: I don't have this, but I'm just throwing it out there. I do have a Rays one in what's more likely. Do you think an NFL team will go 13-0 and 0 this year?
1: Huh. Good Ooh. question. Um, save it for what's more likely.
3: I just, I just came up with that.
1: Save it. That, okay. Save it. Save it. Just save it. Because, uh, I, first of all, I don't think so. 13-0 is all. But 13-0 in baseball, there we go. So we'll hear if D.R. DeRozan shows up. Uh, Maple Leafs play a playoff game next week. Will she show up there and screech as well? That would be great. I thought hopefully she's uh, screech for hire. She won't be in Miami tonight. God bless it. DeMar DeRozan had to actually address this subject today. <laughs> <laughs> In advance of tonight's game against the great. Miami Heat, here he is.
4: For her, I just keep it within her. Yeah. You know, I try not to let her, you know, obviously she's only nine. I try to keep it still from a, you know, she's still a child. You know what I mean? I don't let her get caught up into the outside effects of it. You know, she just came there for one reason and one reason only, and that was support Support her dad. And she had she had the most fun within it. For, for me, you know, I just want to protect that moment for her. Um, she's taking it well, you know what I mean? That's what it's all about. As long as we win, that's all she cares about. Because you mentioned it went viral, and it really did go viral. I, so I, I never would have thought it would have went to, to that extreme that it did. But, you know, it did. Uh, maybe later down the line, when she gets older, she can look back at it and realize what, what really happened. But, you know, amongst, you know, our small inner circle, you know, it's, it's – she definitely it. And for the record, she is in school. Yeah, she has school today. Yeah, I just talked to her this morning on the way to school. So, and she will not be coming tonight. <laughs> no,
1: she will not be here. She's, right. she's ruled out. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: yeah.
1: Cord voice, uh, uh, cord management, <laughs> vocal cord management. She's ruled out. I get what he's saying there, right? She, she's nine. Like yeah. she need she does need some protection from it. And if I was, if I were him, mm-hmm. I would. Call the bull social media and say let's lay off.
2: Because I get, let's what, lay you, off. I get what he's saying. You're saying because let's now you're off. putting this kid out, your daughter, out there for the world to now have an opinion on, and yeah, I, talk about, and you know. Yes. I,
1: I, yeah. yeah. And, and the social media's been having fun, like you know, dear her teacher, you know, um, please excuse her, and uh, she was a uh, DMVP, de, de DeRozan yeah. MVP. And but we also, are,
2: we know the ugly side of social media. You yeah. don't want. You know, <laughs> uh, so.
1: Yes. Yeah. Indeed. So I get it. I, I I hear you. So we'll stop talking about it, too. And oh. by the way, th- this will go complete un- unless the, if the Bulls advance, then that'll be fun, too. When no, she we're, does th- show we're up. talking positively.
2: Us, personally. No, I know, but, but. just
1: t- talking about it does put a nine-year-old in a spotlight. And I don't know. We're having our fun. Maybe she'll show up to the Maple Leafs game. But if the Bulls <laughs> advance, right? Mm-hmm. Bulls advance to Milwaukee. I mean, that's close. She, uh, hey, It's close. Let's drive uh, right for for. I mean for Daddy to to go out there. Speaking of which, uh, Milwaukee, the Bucks have a new part owner. It's the Haslam's, Jimmy and Dee Haslam, the uh, owners of the Cleveland Browns, have now joined what the uh, governorship group. Is that what we call it in um, the NBA? So, did the Rogers. Jets? Did the Jets play the Browns this year? Let's see. The battle of uh, Bucks ownership?
3: Well, assuming that what? your guy still comes. What
1: do you mean? They do play the Browns. Uh oh, huh. There we go. I mean, assuming what? He's still
3: a member of the Packers.
1: Dude, stop it. So, stop it. Just stop it. It's stop ni- it's, it. It's
3: 90 miles from Chicago stop to Milwaukee. Stop
1: it. What do you Stop what? Aaron Rodgers is going to be a New York Jets.
3: You've been saying this every day for six weeks. I know it. Well, what
1: are, I'm doing? Right. <laughs> what are we doing? I'm right almost all the time when it comes to this stuff. Didn't I tell you, Chris, just as a, just as a for instance, didn't I tell you coming out of the combine, Bryce Young, It's oh, going to the combine, it's Bryce Young. It's going to be Bryce Young. It's totally Bryce Young. It's Bryce Young's world. And we're just the number one overall draft pick rent payers in this football world. Mm-hmm. I told you, coming out of the combine, at some point it will be C.J. Stroud. At some point. And guess what happened? It was C.J. Stroud for a month. C.J. Stroud, they love him. They're talking to him. They dapped him up more than anybody else. They dapped up at tro- Pro Days. Now who's, now who's back on top prior to this draft? Bryce Young, I told you this is the way it would work. Well,
3: now you're believing the Vegas odds.
1: I told stuff, you, you the way it would work. Saying, I'm telling you. When you said, you said Daniel Jones not getting $40 million a year, he's not.
3: That's not what I said. Uh, I said he doesn't deserve it. Uh,
1: Big difference. Let's not rack it back. You said he doesn't deserve it. He won't get it.
3: I think it would be insane. And
1: I said he will get it.
3: There's no way the Giants make the playoffs. Because what he gets
1: here. when it's his turn with the, the leverage yeah. that he has. And guess the what he play. has? I'm telling you Aaron Rodgers will be a Jet. I'm telling you. What are the, you really think the Packers are going to 100% Just stand their ground and just eat $60 million for him not to play for them. Really? Really. And you don't think the Jets. Uh,
3: Bakhtiari thinks so.
1: You think the Green Bay Packers, because the compensation for the second draft choice in this trade, sliding scale, they don't like the sliding scale and both sides can't figure out the compensation properly, that they're going to go into training camp with this guy making his intentions known, take it all the way to September 1, and pay him off to sit him at home. You really think so? And you think the Jets are going to panic and cough up what they're going to cough up because Zach Wilson looks terrible in preseason games? I mean, like, let's extrapolate it out. You really think so? You really think so? What
3: is the Jets' alternative?
1: I just told it to you.
3: Play a guy who stinks. Then you're just tanking the season.
1: This trade gets done in the next two weeks.
3: Before the draft.
1: Uh, Or during it. Which day? I don't know. I mean, mean, my crystal ball's in a box over here. (laughs) I'll bust it out.
3: Okay.
1: You know, this nonsense has gone on too long. I got to kick what's more likely to the next hour.
0: Sorry, folks. (laughs) (laughs)
1: You with this whole business, everybody, right? Look, right now. You thought when Rodgers went on
3: Pat and was like, hey, I'm going to, I want to, my intention is to play for the Jets. You thought within a week the deal would be done.
1: I did think that the Jets, in meeting him, had already discussed compensation. I was surprised that compensation wasn't worked out before they started going down this road. Yes. I would have thought, I would have thought, I would have thought, no, I know. He's
3: still, I just would
1: have, I got it. I, I, I would have thought, I would have absolutely thought just getting on the plane to speak to Aaron Rodgers and the permission that was granted for that to happen, that both sides had already agreed on a compensation package. If Rodgers said yes, I thought that correct not denying that and he surprised, said
0: surprised yes, and now what's surprised the
1: surprised that that wasn't hammered out correct and surprised it hasn't been done by now except for the fact that i keep saying this is a midnight league or whenever i refer to that 1201 type league that nothing gets done until the last possible second until it has to and the issue with this is we've just might as well review it. Once again, is there's a different difference of interpretation from both sides as to when the clock strikes midnight. Green Bay's clock strikes midnight at September first, which is when they have to pay Aaron Rodgers by letter of his contract. So they're happy to just keep him right where he is and let Jordan Love take all the reps. Because Rodgers isn't going to be there. And, Ro- and and Love will just get the reps and, and uh, off-season workout program and the mini camps and the mandatory mini camps and the training camps, and they'll go into the season with their guy, and that's it. But this is about the Jets. Hold on a second. That whole process doesn't take into account that they don't get any extra draft picks for Rodgers this year. They also assume Rodgers won't show up. Oh, okay. Yeah, he'll just he'll just sit in darkness between now and then. Darkness. Really, is that it?
3: Yeah, go shopping okay. for stones. And so the or... Jets
1: midnight, the Jets midnight, is the beginning of training camp because they don't want to have a training camp season without Rodgers. Then Rodgers training camp basically is the first month of a season. Yeah, and he's not on same pages and whatever. Despite whatever personal workouts he can have with the guys, but. That midnight strikes then, they get to use their draft choices. And Zach gets all the reps. What if Zach just starts lighting it up in spring? What if
3: I wake up tomorrow with a full head of hair?
1: Understood. <laughs> That's possible, though. <laughs> I'm what are we telling doing? you, what I just laid out benefits neither party. Because Jordan Love has this whole thing hanging over him this entire time.
3: Also also looming. The Jets are most likely going to be hard knocks this year.
1: Oh, whatever. Who cares?
2: Who
3: cares?
1: That'd be fun. It's going to
3: be amazing.
1: Great. Great. You know who will be on hard knocks this year? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Too many variables. Too many variables where the Jets are going to have to make a move because if Rodgers does sit around in training camp, is it possible Rodgers turns into this year's Jimmy Garoppolo? He's gone. Long gone. Nothing's going to ever bring him back. All of a sudden, Jordan Love gets hurt in training camp. Look who they need to call. The guy they already have on the roster.
3: And Rogers says, pay me $90 million.
1: And Rogers says, <laughs> I still want to be a Jet. How does that work? Is there a chance Rogers just
2: goes at some point, you know what? I'm good. Change yes. my mind. Yes. He Absolutely. already
3: was 90% there. But
1: guess what? When it all comes down to it, he will be a Jet. And it'll be glorious. And <laughs> I want you to keep the same intensity. <laughs> Please.